Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Daryl Evans. And yes, I am battling a cold. Uh, one caught up to me and it has been a good battle for a few days. I think I'm on the other side of it, but I needed to get this done for you today. So rather than recording something today, I wanted to just play for you a training that I did a few years ago regarding small business website design mistakes. So often business owners come along and they've built their website on GoDaddy or Wix or Shopify or HubSpot or WordPress, and they're wondering why it's not working. They wonder why the design looks good, but it's not working. Have you ever been there? So today I want to break down some of the mistakes that you're making, especially if you want the website to generate leads and sales. So if that's not you, then this is the episode to skip. But if your website today, which it should be, is intended to generate new leads and new customers for your business, I hope you enjoy this one. This is the MindShift Podcast, where we share real stories, real strategies that will help you find real success. This is the place to hear from people just like you who have taken their ideas, goals, and dreams from a point of inspiration to realization, or when life knocked them down, from a point of breakdown to breakthrough. I'm your host, Daryl Evans. Let's get started with today's episode. So here's why your website is broken. One of the challenges that small businesses face, and by the way, if you're a Fortune 5, 100,000 company, you don't face this problem. If you're even an upper mid-tier company, you don't face this problem. So this video is really for those small, mid-sized businesses out there, entrepreneurial firms, part of the 25, 26 million of you here in the United States and for the numbers around the world, Australia, UK, Canada, Europe, South America, uh, Middle East, wherever you are, if you're a small business, this applies to you. Websites are broken, number one, because when you start to design your website for your business, you sit down and view the creative side of the website from your perspective, not your customer's perspective. Many times when you sit down, you're thinking of the aesthetics, you're thinking of the color, you're thinking of the logo, you're thinking of the four, five, six, eight, ten pages that you want to have. You're thinking about what you want to say on those pages. And you think that that's exactly what your customers want. What we find in developing websites now over the last nine years for companies that want to grow their businesses online. So let me put a small caveat. If you're just developing a website just for branding purposes, just to make sure it's on your business card, just to make sure that if someone Googles you, they can know that you're a real company, then this doesn't matter. You can actually jump off this video right now. However, if you're growing your business today, as we call it, if you want your website to function as a salesperson, which means it is going to speak to your ideal client, it is going to deliver content in a way 24 hours a day, seven days a week, where that person at 10 o'clock at night can get the same answers as if they were talking to one of your sales reps at 12 noon during your daytime, then this message is for you. If you're working to have your website generate traffic, meaning eyeballs of new customers who go online and search and get them to come to your website and become a lead in some way, shape, or form, maybe they want to make a phone call to your business and talk with you, maybe they fill out a form on your website, then this is for you. So here's step one. So let me take a typical example in, in our world. Someone comes to us and says, hey, we want to develop a website. And maybe their budget is $10,000 to develop a website. And what they typically do is they expect us to design the entire website as per their perspective today. 
And then we are supposed to then start driving traffic to that website. It could be Google ads. It could be Facebook ads. It could be search engine optimization that they want us to perform, whatever traffic strategy you're using. And we often find that if we spend all of our time on our best guidance and our best advice and the clients or customers, small business owners, thoughts about what they want on the website, we have no idea if that website's going to meet the approval <laughs> of their customers, right? And so it's a different way of thinking about it. So the step problem number one is developing the website the way you see it through your eyes, based on your aesthetic desire, based on your flow of the way you think it should go, how you like it. Well, guess what, my friend? You're not buying from you. <laughs> You're not buying from you. And over the last eight years in our company, I mean, we have driven millions upon millions of customers, leads, two websites for our companies now, over 31 industries, professional service, B2B, software as a service, B2C, home service providers, you name it. And the interesting part about it is this mistake is made every single time. I'll tell you what the solution is to this. What should you do when you're first designing your site? But let me tell you the second reason why your website is broken. Second reason your website's broken is because you're not setting up aspects of your website, you know, in a way, help your customer or help your ideal customer before they're ready to buy. There are literally hundreds of websites that I look at and, and my partner looks at every single month, and we have the same recurring conversation. And that is the websites are not set up to nurture the visitor's time on the website, meaning there's nothing there to educate the person as to why they perhaps should select you. There is an assumption, which is the mistake. There's an assumption made that they should just do business with you. And here's the button. Here's how easy it is for you to do that. Book your meeting, book your appointment, buy this now, etc. Okay. So mistake number one is building the website from your own purview, right? Your own mindset of what it should look like without thinking about how your customers are going to use your website. Number two is this idea that you're not preparing the website to actually do the thing that you want it to do. So many people come to us and say, hey, you know, I want more business for my website. I want to get more traffic and leads for my website. But yet they have built the website for them, not for their customer. So there's a quote by Steve Jobs. I want to share it with you in this video today. And the quote is that real artists ship, real artists ship. And what I'm saying is, is artists ship. They get it out the door. They get something in the marketplace. And so what we want to do is take a very similar philosophy to developing your website. And for that matter, developing even your marketing campaign. So in our agency, we think of websites as a never-ending improvement process, right? We are constantly reiterating pages on the website based on data from visitors coming to the site and using the website, okay? So this is going to solve two problems. Number one, say you go out in the market and you take whatever budget your budget is, uh, assuming it's not too low, because obviously if it's too low, someone's not going to be able to do this for you. But if you're planning on having your website generate revenue for your business, let's just make sure we're still wrapped in that dialogue. If you want your website to generate revenue for your business, then the best approach when designing a website is to take about 50% of your total budget and develop the first version of your website and ship it. Okay, so in this case, let's say we're talking about a $10,000 website. And obviously, just for those of you right now, we're not talking about Wix or Weebly or some self-hosted, you know, just throw a website up. If you're doing that or you're doing Squarespace and you're not serious about generating true revenue online, then again, this is not for you. 
but we're typically working in the environment of WordPress. Obviously, we're a HubSpot partner, so we build sites on HubSpot. But we're talking about building real websites that are going to generate real revenue. We're not talking about hobby websites. We're not talking about, again, I love Wix and Weebly, and it's all great in Squarespace. They're all fantastic, and everything is super simple for entrepreneurs who don't have a lot of time and big budget. But again, this conversation is for those of you that want serious websites to generate real value for your business. The first thing I recommend is you take 50% of your budget. So if it's $10,000, you take $5,000 with your developer and your designer and your marketing team, and you develop version one of your website. Then you launch that website and you start driving traffic to that website. When you start driving traffic, when I say traffic, these are eyeballs, these are human beings, these are real people who could potentially buy your product or service, you send people to your website for the first 90 days and start tracking the data and tracking the behavior. You can do that with a very simple tool. First of all, you want to be using Google Analytics or some sort of analytics tool, but analytics isn't enough. This is the tool that we use in our agency or a tool like this. You don't have to use the one we use. But I'll tell you about a tool that most people are not even paying attention to, which gives you a tremendous amount of insight about how people are using your website. And it's called heat map software or heat map tracking. And what this basically is, is software that sits behind your website that follows the mouse clicks around as your visitors come into your website. So when most people build a website, they typically build the standard pages. There's a home page, there's a contact page, there's an about page or a bio page. Um, there's a blog, there is a services or products page, and then there may be some additional product pages based on that. That is typically what most people do. And then what you can do with this heat map software and what we do when we build websites is, again, we take, say, 50% of that front-end budget, and we are designing that first iteration of the website based on what we know about their business and their customers and what we potentially think will happen when people get to their website. Then as we're running traffic, typically in our case, when we're first launching a client's website, if, if they aren't already heavily involved in search engine optimization and don't have a lot of traffic coming in, we're typically going to be starting with Google search traffic because Google search traffic has the highest intent to buy, right? And that's what most companies want. They want people to show up on their website who want to do business with them. So we're not talking about driving Facebook traffic. Facebook traffic's good traffic on the back end, but it's not the best place to drive buyers to your website unless you're selling low-ticket e-commerce stuff, okay? So we're going to go to Google, and we're going to drive some traffic to that website. So we're going to allocate some of that budget to driving some visitors to that website the first 90 days, and with both Google Analytics and the proper tracking tools, and in this case, uh, this heat map tracking software. By the way, let me give you a couple of company names out there, a company like Hotjar, uh, there's a company like Clicky. Uh, those are just to name a few. Uh, there are lots of them out there. I think uh, Neil Patel, his company is called Crazy Egg. They have a tool that does this as well. So there's plenty of tools that are super affordable to put on your website. It's just unbelievably insightful to be able to not just see the number of people that came to your website, what pages they went to, how long they were on the website. That's all fine and dandy. But what's more important is if you can watch the mouse clicks of what pages they clicked on. Did they scroll down through the page that you spent so much time and energy writing about your product or about your service? You will find some unbelievable data that you can then draw insights with and your marketing team. Like what we would do is we go into these sites every single week or month and we start looking at the heat tracking and we now know, hey, the button in the top right that we thought people would click on, they're not clicking on it. By the way, this call to action that we had in the center top section of the website that we wanted to be our main offer, 
it's not getting clicked on. And so what we start doing then is we now start iterating as we go. We start making minor changes. See, a lot of companies come to us and their website's not working and they want to do a website redesign. And then they have no data to back up the reasoning for the website redesign other than, well, they don't like their website. <laughs> they don't like their website. I'm like, well, why do you need to redesign it? And this probably say this eight out of 10 times when I talk to an entrepreneur who wants to redesign their website or a business owner, they'll say, well, you know, it's old. It's outdated. It doesn't look as fresh as my competitor's website. And we're like, yeah, maybe that's true. But where's the data that says your website's broken? Where's the data that says your website's not working? Where's the data that says your website's not set up properly to do business? You know, I remember years ago, we lost a client simply because we refused to just spend his money on a new website. And ultimately, we lost him. Maybe looking back, it was a bad idea. But at the end of the day, the website was generating 240 leads per month. And those were high quality leads. I'm not going to tell you the, the industry, the company name, but when we first met him, he was generating 30 leads a month. We jumped it to 240 leads a month. But because, you know, his competitor had a nicer looking website, got all caught up in that. And, and so we ultimately lost him. We didn't redesign the website. Uh, one of our best case studies, one of our best clients, great guy, no problem with it. He moved on and that, that sometimes happens. Uh, but this idea of your website being broken is because you put so much energy and effort into what you think the website should be about and never think about what the customers think it should be about. When you get the website done, you've blown your budget. Then you come to a marketing company like us and we're like, hey, your website needs to be changed. And you're like, but I just built the website. I just built the website. I just spent five grand, 10 grand on this website. And you're telling me I got to change it. And so the thing is, is when you're thinking about your website, put half of your budget into the initial design, whatever that budget is. If the budget's three grand, only allocate, find somebody, by the way, if you're working with a marketing firm, right? So if marketing and driving traffic and sales to your website's not your goal, then this message isn't for you. But if you come to a company like ours, we are going to be of the mindset that we are going to put a minimal viable website into the market. It's going to look good. Let's be clear about that. It's so easy to make a website look good. It's easy. That's not the hard part. Making a website look good is not the problem. The problem is, will it work to convert visitors into leads and then ultimately sales for your business? And in order to do that effectively, a lot of people complain that they're throwing their marketing dollars down the drain. They complain that Facebook ads didn't work. They complain that Google ads don't work. They complain that whatever. And their website's broken because they built it from the standpoint of what they wanted the website to look like, not based on data or data, however you want to say it. I don't know where you are in the world. You might say data, data. I don't know. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, data should drive your decisions on your website. Steve Jobs said real artists ship. But what he didn't say was real artists ship just once. If you are an iPhone user or a smartphone user, your phone has been updated every single year, if not multiple times a year. You get software updates multiple times a year. Why wouldn't you treat your website the same way? If you're serious about growth on the internet or social media today, your website is an always evolving asset. Our phones, I can't do it on my phone right now, but I had an iPhone 6S up until recently, get now the iPhone 10. S and there's already an update as soon as I took it out of the box because I didn't get the phone as soon as it came out. There was already an update waiting for me. You must think about your website, not just your marketing this way, that marketing is constantly and never ending improving, 
but you've got to be thinking about your website. Your website is never finished. There's always an iteration. This may hurt your ego, your psyche, that you have to make that kind of commitment to your website. But if you're serious about revenue online, if you're serious, by the way, let me go back to the scenario where the gentleman was getting 240 leads a month. By the way, his product was $4,000 to buy it. So we're not talking about $10 products. We're talking about 240, $4,000 potential customer leads <laughs> per month. You do the math. They were closing a fair share of them. But that process internally didn't start that way. How do we go from 30 leads a month to 240? It was a constant process of iteration on the site. Now, ultimately, he wanted the design to look a little different. We didn't do that or we didn't take the signal as seriously uh, when he brought that up. And But ultimately, that's how you go from 30 leads to 240 leads. That's how you go from zero leads to 10 leads. Um, you know, I'm thinking about uh, an attorney that we work with, and he came to us from a company where he had to leave their platform behind because their rule was they built it on their platform. So if you leave their company, they keep the platform, which stupid rule. They probably won't make it in business for very long with that rule, but it was their own self-hosted website platform. And when you leave, you can't take the website with you. So we had to build them a new website. But here's what he said. And we took the same methodology. He's an attorney. We're like, listen, what's your budget? He gave us the budget. We took it in half. We were going to do the marketing and reserve half of the budget so we could make changes to the site. He went from no leads to this day. He's entering his third year with us under our marketing system. I think he's getting solidly 30-something to 40 leads per month. And in his world, that is a ton of leads. Now, it may not be a lot in your business, but for his world, in his niche of law, that is a ton of leads hitting his website every month. And the reason that consistency has been there is because we spent that first year when he started working with us, I want to say it was 2016, we spent that first year building a minimal viable website. And then we iterated that website as we drove traffic to it. And we could determine based on the heat maps and based on analytics, what pages would they go to? Who's coming more? Do they want this product service or do they want that one? That's the way to fix your websites. So I started this by saying websites are broken, but there is a way to fix it. There is a way to start from where you are right now and start reiterating your website without redesigning it. Let's be clear about that. Redesigning it is not what we're saying. Even if you were to do a redesign because maybe it's on old platform or maybe the technology is outdated. If you're running a flash website or a basic HTML website, it's probably time to update that. But even if you were to be in that boat and you are looking to turn that into the new technology, I'm still going to recommend that you only think about your total budget and split it in half. Start driving traffic to that website and then have your web dev team, like if we were on board with you, we would be making those iterations over the next three, six, 12 months until that thing is finely tuned. And of course, iterations will dip, right? Iterations will slide off as you get more data. So that's my message for today. I, I think it's at the core of many problems that business owners are facing when they come talk to us about marketing and their website and they also bring up having their website redesigned, yet there's no data to justify that the website should be redesigned. And the funny thing is, it's a mistake to redesign your website if you have no proof that the old website wasn't generating sales, and especially if you weren't generating any traffic to it. So we're always going to get you to pump your brakes if you are saying, hey, let's redesign this website without any data, without any proof. That's a smart way to grow your business. If you're working with limited resources, and again, if you're not Fortune 5, Fortune 100, Fortune 1000, somebody like that, you got limited resources. You're a small business. We understand that. That's who we work with. That's who we specialize in. We specialize in taking small dollars and turning them into big dollars 
uh, in terms of turning over and multiplying you know, the capital investment that you make into marketing. We're not one of those companies that just throw out dollars for branding and creative design and, you know, flashiness. We are data-driven marketers that spend time getting your ideal customer to your website, making sure that they do the thing you want them to do, which is ultimately reach out to your company, into your sales pipeline, and become a lead that you can ultimately close. Or if you're e-commerce, uh, we obviously close those sales on the website. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Website doesn't have to be broken. Take the approach that it's always going to be evolving. You need to find someone on your team who can constantly run these tests. You need to get someone on your team who understands this software. If you need some help with this, if you want to get a deeper look at what this means on your business, what it looks like on your website, heck, maybe you already have heat map software on your website, just don't know how to read it. Maybe you've got a marketer on your team who's really supposed to be taking a look at this stuff every day and they need some help understanding what the data means. Maybe they just haven't looked at it long enough. Uh, we know those tweaks. We know what that looks like. So uh, you can certainly reach out to chat with us, uh, yokolocal.com forward slash call, yokolocal.com forward slash call. Um, and we'd be happy to take a look at what's going on with your website, give you some ideas and thoughts. Um, you can also work with us. Uh, we talk a lot about this in our two and a half day boot camp, if you will. Digital Growth Mastery is the name of it. You can also learn more about that at yokolocal.com forward slash mastery. We have an upcoming event coming up soon. Um, anyway, I'm going to sign off. I'll see you again on another video. Take care. Hey, my friend, thanks again for listening to today's episode of the MindShift Podcast. Listen, let's not have the conversation end here. Connect with me on social at Mr. Daryl Evans on almost all the platforms with the exception of Facebook. My Facebook fan page is at Daryl Evans fan. Until next week, remember, you're just one shift away from the breakthrough you're looking for.